This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go on a great day for talk radio. Hasn't been a good couple, three days for uh, folks at Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. I know that uh, he's been feeling some heat. Their stock has dropped somewhat. Uh, And just in general, there's this perceptible shift in people's attitudes and perceptions of big tech because all the data breaches that have happened of late and uh, more recently now, there's a story out of the New York Times on Tuesday that Facebook, partnering with some of these big companies like Spotify, Netflix, and even the Royal Bank of Canada, allowed for uh, some users messaging uh, to be accessed by these big companies. Uh, They're denying it. Facebook is, but uh, let's, as well as the others, let's find out what's in play here. Ann Kavukian has joined us, distinguished expert in residence with the Privacy by Design Center of Excellence at Ryerson University. Ann, good to have have you back on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. A pleasure, John, as always. So uh, what do you make of this latest story uh, where RBC and some others have been implicated? Uh, Now, I don't know if uh, this is confirmed or not, but the Times ran with the story that messages were allowed to be accessed by these big companies because Facebook, uh, partnering with them, decided they'd get preferential treatment. That's right. And this is on Facebook. I mean, it is appalling that Facebook would disclose uh, Facebook users' personal information to all these companies. I think it was uh, over 150 companies. It's appalling. That's what makes me crazy about this. And let's not put it on RBC. RBC, to their credit, they did not read any of the the messages that they were allowed access to. They used the write function, meaning they wanted to write to Facebook users um, information relating to transfers that they made through the RBC or other bank statements, but they never accessed uh, the information on users, etc. And they shut it down in 2015 completely. They only did it for two years. So this is on Facebook. Why the heck would they allow third parties like this access to people's, to users' personal information without the user's consent on Facebook? It's, it's appalling. Well, it's also uh, something that shows Zuckerberg to be a liar because he went before Congress and denied yeah. this ever happened, and uh, yet uh-huh. here we go. I know. The New York Times did an excellent expose. And the reality is that there is so much that is taking place that defies what Zuckerberg said. He said, oh, people are, have full control over their personal information on Facebook. That's nonsense. Their information is flowing out to third parties unknown. It started with Cambridge Analytica, and it just goes on and on. And the New York Times revealed this latest story of 150 companies uh, where personal information was disclosed to. So it's like you can't believe what they're saying. Well, this is why I said at the outset, uh, this seems to be a perceptible shift in people's attitudes towards big tech now. Are uh, we doing, I guess, out of our cynicism or caution, uh, is anything changing or about to change? Well, I think more and more people are deleting Facebook, quite frankly. They've had enough of this, especially, you know, there's a lot of sensitive information people share. And when you go on Facebook, you are, uh, you, you are led to believe that you can restrict access of your data to like three people if you want. You can have total privacy. 
It's nonsense. And they even claimed to be doing privacy by design a few years ago, which is something I created, as you know. It bears no resemblance to privacy by design. So that's why there's so much concern over this. Well, and then we've got Amazon's Alexa. There's a story out of Germany. (laughs) You're familiar with this one? Uh, Somebody using Alexa voice assistant uh, got access to more than a thousand recordings from another user. I think it was like 1,700 recordings, all without anyone's permission, of course. And this is the first time. About three, four weeks ago, there was another instance where uh, this couple was having a personal, private conversation in their home, and Alexa was on. The next day, they get a call from one of their contacts who says, you know, is everything okay with you guys? And she says, yes, what do you mean? And she said, well, we heard the conversation you had last night, and it was rather disturbing. And, And she said, what the... What the hell? What, yeah. what do you, how did you get that? Well, Alexa somehow sent it to one of their contacts. So here's this other story now, 1,700 people getting this information on Alexa, information that has not been consented to be disclosed or anything. As you know, John, I always say, if you have an Alexa, unplug it, throw it out. <laughs> That's quite an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas if you've got one under the tree. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is somewhat, uh, I guess there's a sense of confidence that people have in, you know, high tech that uh, it's not really fallible. But this is where it, I mean, the folks from Amazon are saying this was a human error by the company. Of course. Uh, and they're always going to say something like that. Th- there are errors, and I, and I get that. But I don't think this is ready for prime time. These connected devices, Internet of Things, they're just leaping out the door without any thought to embedding privacy and security into these devices. And until we get to that stage, these kind of data breaches and, and leakages are going to continue to happen. That's why I urge people to proceed with caution. If you do have an Alexa and you like it, fine, that's your business. But at least turn it off, unplug it when you're having personal, you know, sweet nothings with your spouse or, you know, very sensitive conversations with your children. Well, you told us the last time or the time before that, we talk so frequently now about these data breaches and other <laughs> privacy concerns I've lost track and, uh, But yeah, people can eavesdrop on conversations quite readily. That's right. And can you imagine your, your home, that's the last bastion of privacy where you should be able to have personal conversations and not even worry about anyone intercepting these, these conversations and, and your dialogue. But if you have these connected devices, that is a possibility, and that's just something you should be fully aware of. Right, and the hackers can uh, wreak all kinds of mischief and havoc. Still with another thing, (laughs) I was going to say, and because you were the three-time privacy commissioner here in the province of Ontario, uh, you know these roadside sobriety tests that were introduced two days ago, and uh, it allows for the police, without a warrant actually, no probable Mm -hmm. cause, to have you subjected to not just a breathalyzer, but depending on the AG in certain provinces, uh, saliva testing as well, which implies DNA. Uh, Is this a slippery slope? I mean, what's next? Blood samples and who knows where this Uh. is going? It is a slippery slope. The, the DNA thing really bothers me because, you know, once they have your DNA, it reveals so much personal information, not just about you, but about your family members, anyone associated with your children, etc. And I just think that's going too far. I understand why they're doing this variety test. They want to keep the streets safe. I applaud that. But going to that level, especially without a warrant, as you said, no probable cause, I find that very disturbing. 
All right. And so if DNA exchange is really a dangerous thing, uh, you say Alexa is not a good Christmas gift. What about you and me, one, two, three, or Ancestry.com? Don't do it. You know what I'm going to say. Don't do it. Because there have already been data breaches with Ancestry.com, 23andMe. This is the most sensitive personal information you can possibly have. And to place it in the hands of a third party like that, and you have no idea how the information may be accessed, disclosed to others, hackers, this is a target. This is such a wonderful target for them to access. And these are the concerns you should have because this will follow you for the rest of your life. DNA information should be strongly protected above all else. Even if you're curious to find out if you've got, you know, uh, a streak of Albanian in you or something like that, you should. Does it really matter? (laughs) (laughs) And I say that in jest because, you know, I'm Armenian and I I like knowing that I'm Armenian and all that. So I'm not suggesting that people aren't interested in finding this out, but do it in a different way. Don't don't send it online to Ancestry.com or 23andMe. You don't know who's doing what with that information. Mm. Yeah, they could be cloning me surreptitiously. <laughs> heaven forbid. Yeah, several years down the road. Yeah, I run into myself. Uh, by the way, and finally, I've got to ask, it may be beyond your purview, but still it has to do with technology. You know, Gatwick Airport has been shut down for the last couple of days because oh, yeah. a series of drones have been buzzing the airfield. And the whole idea of drones now being so prevalent and uh, could be, you know, a lot of people get them at Christmas too because now they're not cost prohibitive. Four, five hundred, seven hundred bucks, maybe twelve hundred yeah. on the high end. Uh, but they do present a privacy challenge, don't they? I mean, somebody can be flying over your home when you're sunbathing in the oh. nude. Oh, yeah, I know that. Uh, the prospects of that disgust me too. Uh, <laughs> but is it is it a concern? Well, it could be a concern because it could view the activities through a window of what's happening within your home, for example. And, you know, you have every right to have very personal activity taking place in your home. I mean, that's supposed to be the last place. So draw your curtains if you're doing that. Alexa, draw the curtains. (laughs) Screw you. I'm out of here. (laughs) No, no, do it yourself. Okay. We've covered all the bases, and it's always a pleasure. You have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a data breach early in January, so we'll talk again soon. Likewise, John. Always a pleasure. Thank Thank you. Ann Kavukian, Distinguished Expert in Residence at the Privacy by Design Center of Excellence at Ryerson University. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.